Though I'm an employee of Ronald Blue Trust, Talking Money represents my individual views and not those of my employer or any sponsor of the program. During the program, I may discuss market trends as well as specific financial planning techniques and investment ideas. These discussions are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations to any individual or organization. Work with your attorney or accounting or investment professional for specific individual advice and services. Any securities or investment products discussed on Talking Money are not insured by the FDIC, are not a deposit or other obligation of or guaranteed by any bank, and are subject to investment risks, including possible loss of principal amount invested. Welcome once again to another edition of Talking Money. This is Certified Financial Planner Professional Mike Miller, your host for today. So glad you're with us. And for those who may be listening for the first time, we want to remind you that this is not a sales program. We are here to educate and here to help you make good financial decisions, keep from making some bad financial decisions, and not sell your product like all the other, most of the other uh, radio shows that are about money on uh, most any station these days, trying to sell you some, some hidden agenda. We don't have one. Matter of fact, we're going to be talking about one of those hidden agendas today, continuing our conversation about annuities. Talked about it uh, two weeks ago. Then we had a, a nice reprieve last week, and John Warren was my guest. He was um, very interesting in talking about what it was like being an entrepreneur, what it is like, starting a new business, selling that business, and all the other things that he has done as a Marine and, and other things in his life so far. And uh, it's, it was interesting. If you missed that, you can always go to TalkingMoneyRadio.com, TalkingMoneyRadio.com. If you've got a question for me, not to ask during the show today, but to ask offline, and we can always answer that in a future program. And send that email to Mike at TalkingMoneyRadio.com, Mike at TalkingMoneyRadio.com, or you can give me a call, 800-588-7526. That stands for PLAN, 1-800-588-7526, and you can leave uh, leave a message for me. And I'll be glad to uh, speak with you about that question, and we'll get you uh, with no, there again, no sales agenda, not trying to get you to buy anything from me. We do have a service to provide at Ronald Blue Trust, but that's the, we're not, we don't sell anything. Uh, we do charge a fee for that service, and if it's the right fit, it, we would like to think that it's, it's worth every penny of it. Uh, but you'll know what that fee is up front, unlike uh, most other financial products that you buy, including annuities we're talking about, unless you specifically ask, and sometimes even when you ask, you don't find out what that commission is, what that person is actually making or earning on that to to uh, sell you that product. And we'll get into that, of course, in a little bit as well. So we're talking about annuities, and I'll, I'll give a quick recap of what I discussed a few weeks ago. We want to make sure you understand what we're talking about with annuities. So different types of annuities there are, and, and most of the time we're either talking about deferred annuities or you're talking about an immediate annuity. So an immediate annuity simply means that you take your money, you give it, you invest it, give it to an insurance company in exchange for a monthly or annual income for the rest of your life, and probably for the rest of your life and for the life of a spouse that, that you might want to have a, a joint income with. And that's pretty basic. Easy to understand. It's not uh, not complicated. Uh, it's also not complicated when both of you die. If you, if you do this immediate annuity and you die three years later, then it just stops uh, unless you have a 10-year 
guarantee, which many of them will provide if you want that, if you a little lower payment, but they'll say we'll pay it to somebody for at least 10 years. But the ones I've seen, virtually all the ones I've seen, if you look at the amount you're earning per year from that immediate annuity, and this also has to do if you annuitize one. So if you take an annuity that was a deferred annuity and you change it into an immediate annuity where you're annuitized, so you're exchanging your balance, whatever that is, for in exchange for a monthly income to last the rest of your life. So you're counting on living a long time so you can beat the insurance company. They're saying, well, we don't think most people are, so we'll make some money by those who die early, and that'll help us to pay those who live longer. So the law of averages are in somebody's favor, and it depends on, on your life expectancy and how that works. But if you look at the amount that you get paid for that period of time, and typically in 10 years, you'll get your money back. So whatever the balance is at the time you take the immediate annuity or that you annuitize a deferred annuity, and you look at what that payment is, if you multiply that out for 10 years, take the annual payment times 10, you'll find out that it's really close to the amount that you put into it. So they're essentially guaranteed you to give you your money back with no earnings. So first of all, you're going to have to live longer than 10 years to make it work. So if you are... You know, 70 when you do this, you're going to have to live past 80, 75, past 85, all that kind of thing. Now, the amount they give you is a little higher as you get older because they know the chances of you living longer are not as great. So I, I had an ad that was in the AARP magazine, and the company, uh, let's see, it's, this is offered by New York Life, happens to be. I, they probably have several in there, but this happens to be a New York Life ad that was in the AARP magazine, um, I don't know, last year sometime, I guess. And it gives you the current payout rates. So if you are age um, 70, they say they will pay out an annual payout rate at 6.2%. And what I often caution people about is that's not the rate of return. That percent, and they call it a percent, but it's just a percent of the balance. It's not a rate of return. It's the rate of payment, the annual payout option, which is going to include what earnings they make on it, in addition to start some of your principal getting back. So at age 70, then by the time you are 86, then you'll get your, at 6.2% uh, rate, then then you'll get your money back. So if you are 70 years old and you start this 6.2% payout, you have to live to 86 just to get all your money back. All right. So think about that. Now you have to live longer than 86. Every year you live past 86, then of course that's an advantage that you have. You're going to start making some earnings. Now how long you have to live after that, I didn't calculate how long you have to live after that to make various rates of return because it depends on how much longer you live after that point. If you're 75, they pay 6.9%, so they pay higher. So you get your money back in 14 years, but that's still age 89. And at age 80, uh, you get all your money back by age 93. But still, you're 80. You have to live till 93 just to get your money back. So don't even consider the earnings. We're just talking about getting the original principal back. So they're talking about the, the title of this ad is Retirement Income That Lasts a Lifetime. So well, it can. It's going to last your lifetime. But if you don't live at least that many years, you're not going to make any money on it. They're just giving your money back. And this is why I think... Oftentimes, these insurance products 
or an expensive way to get a guarantee. But for the right person, here again, when, when I talk about annuities, I know it sounds like I'm just down on annuities, and I'm really not down on annuities per se if they're done correctly and for the right reasons. What I'm extremely down on is how they are sold, how they're presented to that potential buyer, and they get they get purchased for the wrong reasons. And that's why I want to, to make sure that you understand how these products work so that we, so that you can buy them. If you're going to buy them, you buy them for the right reasons, for the right amount. Because too many times I see people, they have half a million dollars and they put virtually all that into these annuity products and just really severely limits their future flexibility and what to do. And also, if for some reason that, that, which I think is oftentimes the product doesn't perform as they were, it was implied they would perform, there's nothing they can do about it because they have all this money tied up into one product. And if you're going to buy the annuities, well, at least diversify into a few different ones so that uh, you don't have everything, all your eggs in one basket. So people will, will tell me that all the time with their investments or maybe with even an investment firm and how they want to, well, I don't want to put all my money with one firm, even though we diversify it underneath uh, tremendously. Um, but then when they buy an annuity, they just buy it with one company because they like the way it sounds. So we're going to talk when we get back. The first thing we'll talk about is this double-digit return that you're guaranteed to make on the day one that you sign up for the contract. Is that uh, what it sounds like it is or what kind of strings might be attached to that? 877-235-9405 is the phone number. We'll be right back with more of a discussion on annuities today. This is Certified Financial Planner Professional Mike Miller, your host for Talking Money. I am pleased to have Ronald Blue Trust sponsor Talking Money to help educate listeners about financial planning so you have the information needed to help you make more informed and hopefully better decisions. When a Ronald Blue Trust advisor meets with prospective clients, their goal is to determine if any of our services are a good fit for them. They don't sell any products like annuities or life insurance and as a fiduciary work to serve your best interest. Perhaps you just need a financial physical from the Everyday Steward Division without any ongoing monitoring or you're about to retire and need to work with the Private Wealth Division to map out a financial path and then help implement and continuously monitor that plan. Ronald Blue Trust Advisors act like your quarterback, coordinating the advice you receive from your accountant, your state attorney, life insurance agent, and in some instances, even your investment advisor. You can learn more about Ronald Blue Trust at ronblue.com or 1-800-588-7526. That's 1-800-588-7526. Seven five two six. Now back to Talking Money. This is Mike Miller. We are back with Talking Money. You can always give us a call, especially if it's a question you have about an annuity. Maybe you have one. You're thinking about buying one, whatever it is. We want to give you some objective advice. Don't sell them. Uh, we can sell them. I mean, I'm a, a licensed agent. We can sell those things, but we choose not to. Uh, did years and years ago. Matter of fact, uh, even as plan first, we sold some fixed annuities. Uh, but this was back when interest rates were guaranteed at 5%, and we locked some of those in, and that worked out to be pretty nice. And those are just plain old vanilla fixed annuities. So we talked about before the break different types of annuities. You you have an immediate annuity, or you where you get the money right, start getting the money right away. You exchange your principal balance for a guaranteed lifetime income. Or you can take a deferred annuity that you've been accumulating funds over the years and convert that to an immediate annuity where you annuitize those funds. 
And a lot of annuity agents don't recommend that because of the negatives of it. If you die two years later, then there's nothing left, or maybe they'll pay out 10 years. Uh, but if you just take with systematic withdrawals from that, then you're not annuitizing. And so there's a typically a better chance that more funds are going to be left for your beneficiaries than there would be if you just annuitize it. And, of course, if you live, but I think the largest amount of income you're going to get from it is still when you give up that right to get the principal in exchange for that monthly income, that oftentimes that monthly income that you're going to get is higher than you would get than you would as a withdrawal from a regular variable annuity or a an indexed annuity. We'll talk about all this too. So fixed annuities, that's a that's a most likely resembles a CD. It's something that you put your money into. The insurance company says we're going to declare whatever interest rate we're going to pay for those contracts this year. There's a minimum guarantee on that, but they may pay higher than that. Depends depends on the contract itself. But that's just if you you know if you really want to care about trying to be indexed to a uh, particular stock market index, or you don't care about having some underlying mutual fund type accounts like you would in a variable annuity where you have the chance of making more money, or it could go down, and you have some guarantees that you can put on there if you want to pay some extra fees for that. Um, A lot of different things, a lot of different moving parts as it relates to annuities, and this is where it it gets really confusing. But many have told me over the years about the double-digit return that a company says they would pay, and this is many times used when somebody already has an annuity, and there's a surrender charge. So let's say you've got a uh, 8%, 5%, 10% surrender charge. So if you just cancel that annuity, they're going to take that much of your money. And that's what, uh, what I talked about two weeks ago. That's the guaranteed loss. So virtually every annuity that's a loaded annuity that has a surrender charge has a guaranteed loss. So as long as that surrender charge is there, that's a guaranteed loss if you decide to take the money out. And it can be rationalized a lot of different ways, and I and I think the most common way probably is that, but you're not going to be touching that money. You don't need the money. You can get 10% without a surrender charge, so so it's not a big deal. You're planning on leaving it there for a long time. And then I, I flip that around and say, well, that's the same argument you could use if you're investing in the stock market or bond market. Yeah, well, you're, you, it could go down 10%. It could go down more than that, but typically it does not. And you say, wow, but if I if I sell it, then I'm going to lose 10%. Well, that's, you know, yeah, that's true if you sell it. But you're not planning on selling it. You're planning on keeping it at least 10 years. So that that's, when you stretch it out like that, that also diminishes or decreases the risk in an investment the longer you hold it. Typically it does. It's not always the case. It's never always the case. But with an insurance plan, you're guaranteed that loss. So if you're going to change from one insurance company to another, and it could be the same agent that's asking you to change from one insurance company to another, because now he's a couple years later, he's found another one's got better bills and whistles, and you ought to get into this one instead of the one you're in. So, uh, which goes back to my other point about why it's so important not to put all your annuity money in one annuity, because they're changing these things all the time. So who knows that in two years they're going to have a better one. Maybe it's worse, but you may have some better ones. So why put all of your money in that? But the agent's then going to come back and say, okay, you can transfer the current account to the new annuity, but don't worry about the surrender charge, because we're going to have a bonus put on the new annuity. It's going to be, let's, let's say, 10% or double digits. It's going to be something right there. We're going to add that to your account. We need to ask some questions about that that payment. 
sometimes, oftentimes, that payment is put in what's called the, what I call the income bucket. It's not the account value bucket. It's the income bucket, which means you'll never have access to that as a lump sum. And it's going to be restricted for 10 years. You won't even have access to it as a monthly benefit unless you keep that whole annuity for 10 years. So if you've got a 10% bonus and you have to keep it for 10 years, then simple math would say, well, that adds 1% a year to my account. 10% sounds a lot better, and you think, oh, wow, no, it's it's, you're not, it's not going to be vested for a full 10 years, and you're not going to make that much money on that extra interest. So just look at it that way. So if the account, and what I've seen, and it's been verified this week with a couple of the last two weeks with a couple of listeners, several listeners have sent um, more information about their current annuities, and there really is no different than the, the ones I've seen over the years. And that is that the amount that they've actually earned, and some of these people have earned them, have uh, owned them over more than 10 years, uh, the 2, 2.5% is what they made. Even though it was an indexed annuity, it was, it was designed to, to keep up so, with some part of the stock market return. Um, that's all they made. So if you add another 1% to that, okay, so we made 3.5%. Is that really what you were, were anticipating that it was making? If that's what you were anticipating it was making and you were buying it as a CD equivalent, CD substitute, then there's no problem with that. If you were thinking, wow, I was going to get, you know, 50% of the S&P 500 or something during that period of time and, and you did not get that because you got a lot less than that, then that's a, a different story. So understand why you're getting that. Now, some, some bonuses like that are not put in the income account. They're actually put in the regular account value bucket. But there again, you're going to be restricted for what I've seen at least 10 years. You're not going to be able to get access to that money. So it's not like, okay, because that's what I what I think is so misleading all the time is somebody said, well, I'm going to add double digits to your account right front. Well, yeah, you are, but you're not. I don't have access to it. It's not like I can put it in and take it right back out. What are the strings attached to it? How long do I have to leave it in there to, to actually earn that money and to be able to get it back? And so you need to be real careful about that. I've And, and I've had even others, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when this advisory group uh, it's really based out in Colorado, but they have agents uh, everywhere that are affiliated with them. And I heard the owner speak once, and he was talking about um, you know, ethical things. And I went on the website and saw some very clear examples of what I'm talking about, where it's it's misleading. It says uh, that you can you can double your money, and, and where it, the um, actual wording says most people are looking for safe money strategies to protect their retirement assets. Uh, the incitement is guaranteed to earn you 13% over the next 12 months and double your money in the next 10 years. Okay, so that sounds good, but you you it, it shouldn't be worded that way because it's not when people hear that double your money in the next 10 years, they automatically think the same as a CD, the same as other investments. I'm going to double my money. You're you're not doubling your money, and I asked them that specific question, and and find out that okay, yes, it's gonna that that income account is going to double over the next 10 years. But then you don't have access to it as a lump sum. I mean, I asked that specific question. You need to ask that specific question. Am I am I going to be able to get that money uh, in my hands? Well, if you can't, then it's okay. I'm going to take this money over some period of time. And if you're going to take it over some period of time and not have access to it lump sum, this is where the variable annuities come in. So when we talk about uh, variable annuities, 
And, and a lot of these annuities have the two buckets, uh, variable annuity and the indexed annuities have these, uh, ver- these multiple buckets where they, and you have to understand when they talk about rates of return, okay, are you talking about my account value? Are you talking about the income bucket? Because they are, they're two totally different things. And if you don't understand when they just say, they, they say the word, maybe income value or something like that, you're still in your head. Just like my sister thought uh, back a few years ago when she was asking me about one, and she said this guy in my church uh, was, was talked to me about this particular product. And I said, well, what do you remember most about his sales pitch? Before I said anything about it, he, she said, well, it's going to earn 6% a year. I said, okay. So let's unpack that. Is it really going to make 6% a year? No. There was an income bucket that was going to grow at 6% a year. That's not the same as earning 6% a year. It's just not. And the, the insurance companies um, are good. They're, they got to make money themselves. They're not, they're not going to be able to work magic with your money. So they've got to have restrictions in there, and sometimes the wording is what uh, gives it away. But if you don't understand that wording, then you don't know exactly what they mean. We'll continue our discussion right after this break. Ronald Blue Trust is pleased to sponsor Talking Money. Ronald Blue Trust is a company with a vision to see individuals and families practicing biblical stewardship and experiencing freedom from economic fear, bondage, and conflict. They want their clients and their families to enjoy debt-free living, free to answer the call to ministry or whatever their passion is, feeling at peace with their investments and the way they are being professionally managed to help accomplish their financial objectives so they can focus on other aspects of their lives and help clients make wise financial decisions, live generously, and leave a lasting legacy. As a trust company, Ronald Blue Trust Advisors come alongside the next generation to help transfer your values and help you leave your lasting legacy. If you're a business owner, the Business Consulting Division can help you define your company's culture and, very importantly, then help convey that culture to the next generation of leaders in your company. Find out more about Ronald Blue Trust at ronblue.com or 1-800-588-7526. That's one 800 5887526. Now back to talking money. And welcome back to Talking Money. That that 800 number I just gave in that little spot, 800-588-7526 is the number to reach me at the office. And if you've got a question, you can uh, feel free to call me anytime during the during the week if I'm not there, then you can always leave a, a voicemail, which is uh, perfectly fine as well. And we'll get back to you to answer those questions. We're going to answer questions for you and do it in the most objective manner we can with no hidden agenda. That's what Talking Money Here is all about. We'll have um, a three-parter on annuities because plan on covering the same topic next week. So if you're listening to this live on the 94.5, or if you are listening at, on a podcast, uh, we're glad to have you with us. And you want to make sure you get all uh, of the episodes and not just uh, not just the, today's where we're talking about annuities. So we're talking about different types of annuities. Talked about the fixed annuity, which is the most basic um, CD type uh, comparison. You just and and I think over time that's it's probably earned on average, not always, but earned on average more than than CD rates. Have, have earned, and it's pretty easy to understand because it's just a fixed interest rate. Where it gets more complicated is when you add the variable component, so a variable annuity, which invests in 
mutual fund type accounts and the underlying investments that you make when you when you uh, put the money in the contract the insurance company takes its fees which you know range from you know a no load annuity which is 20 bucks a month to a loaded annuity which can be typically around 1.35 1.5% pretty common and then you have the cost of the investments the mutual fund type accounts that are in there and then if you add some things, like you add an income writer, so you add something that says, okay, that uh, no matter what that account value does, I want to make sure that I get an income. So you can, for a fee, that they take out the account value bucket, not the not just the income bucket, but it affects the account value bucket, that, that fee then pays for a guaranteed monthly income. So the GMIB benefit or something like that guaranteed monthly income benefit that you can add to it. Then says that okay, based on whatever the value is, let's say on a given year, if, you, if they lock it in per year or whenever they lock it in, then you say okay, I'm going to get a monthly benefit then for the rest of the um, my life. But it's in, in and if if that account runs dry, then they're still going to keep paying you, uh, and and that can be a, a a decent way for somebody to get uh, a an income if primarily if they're interested in just the income from themselves and maybe themselves and their spouse. Uh, because there again, if it runs out, they're still gonna still gonna get money. Some of them may have some inflation clauses to them. Most do not that I've seen, but a few of them have steps up. But typically, if they have a step up, then they're also gonna have a higher fee to it. So if you get that fee, and I'm looking at one that came in from um, Transamerica. Who was this? Uh, I think Transamerica. And their variable, yeah, their variable annuity, and and they have something like that. But they're gonna charge you. Uh, if you want the income enhancement benefit, that's going to run from uh, 0.3% to 0.5%. If you have the death benefit, it's going to lock in some of the death benefits. That's going to be an extra 0.4 uh, for a single life from 0.35%. So you're looking at uh could be up to almost 1% additional fees for these benefits. And you got to remember, though, that's coming from the, the account value bucket. So your account value bucket is going to go down a lot faster than it would have if you didn't have those benefits. So that's why I say it's okay if you're looking for – it's better if you're looking for income for you and maybe you and your spouse, and you don't care what the amount is left over after that to go to your heirs, your children, because maybe you have other assets or perhaps you have other life insurance that's going to make up for what they would have received had you not done that with that particular annuity. But if you're concerned about to have the money yourself – then I said that's not not going to be. I don't think it's going to be as conducive to the way you want to set up that contract or even buy those kind of contracts because the death benefit's going to go away a lot faster. So I've I've done some calculating on a few that I've seen, and this is fairly typical that uh, that I would see the of the amount of money that you get out of it. It goes back to what I said the previous uh, segment where you're going to essentially it's going to take. 15, 20 years to get your money back. So think about uh, a 5% withdrawal. And this Transamerica one says that their withdrawal rate between age uh, 65 and 79, any age in there, it's 5% single life withdrawal rate and 4.5% joint life withdrawal rate. But that's the withdrawal percentage. That's not the earnings on the account. So just take 5% because it's easiest, and let's say you're 70 years old. So you're going to start taking this money out at age 70 at a 5% withdrawal rate, whatever the balance is at, at age 70. Well, how long is it going to take for you to get your money back? Well, 5% a year, that's 20 years. So it's going to take you 20. So you'll be 90 years old 
when you get your money back. Now, this one does have some step up in in benefit every five years. So you might get some more than that, and it might. So you might get your original money back a little sooner, but then you pay a fee for that the enhancement benefit. So uh, there's always something in there that's going to come back to to help the insurance company afford to pay for those kinds of things, and that's why you need to be careful. Well, some years ago, I pulled out a few articles that uh, columnist uh, Humberto Cruz, and some of you may remember that name. He used to write a regular one in the Greenville News. I haven't seen that name for years. Don't know if he's still writing and just not in the Greenville News or where he is. But he has several articles in there about variable annuities, still confusing many investors. And I thought it was interesting because a lot of the same things he talked about these years ago are the same issues we have today. So he starts this one article saying, will I ever stop getting emails like these? And he said, I just, uh, the email said, I just lost a friend of 20 years when I tried to tell her the truth about her variable annuity, Rita wrote. She believes her $400,000 investment is guaranteed to be worth 800000 in 10 years. I said she didn't understand how it works. And I and she said, I insulted her lawyer, her ex-husband, who somehow approved of the annuity, and the financial planner who sold it to her. Friendship gone. And then later on he talks about, um, but this protected cash value, so that when he said when he talked about the protected cash value, this is what he's talking about, is that 400000 that grew to 800000 is not your account value. So when you, uh, 10 years, I'm telling you, it's one of the most misleading things, misunderstood things about annuities and these rates of return that I see um, every day almost in these annuities, certainly every week, that people think that they're, they're, this money is their money, that in 10 years, if they wanted to, they could just take it out. And then some of them don't even care. So, well, I'll still be able to get it over time. But then you got to remember, once you die... That money that you're taking out of that income bucket is actually reducing the account value bucket by the same amount. If the account value bucket's not growing that much, and it's going to be hard for it to grow that much because you're taking 5% out, plus there's another you know 1% or plus fee being added to that per year to help give you some guarantees, that's going to make that that account value bucket drop a lot faster. So he says this protected he puts that in quotes value is not cash you can take with you. It is simply a number you used to calculate withdrawals. And that's why you've often heard me talk about it being monopoly money, because it's not real money. So he says, for example, if you invest 400000 the protected value, not the account value, the protected value doubles to 800000 in 10 years, you could start withdrawing $40,000 a year then, so 5%. But you couldn't withdraw 800000 at once unless your actual account value was 800000 or more. So he says, if all you want is the minimum guaranteed income, however, you'd get a higher payout by investing in a plain vanilla immediate annuities in which you surrender your principal. All right, and that's true. So if you're looking for the payout, then you may want to look at that a little differently than you do if you're looking at it for a total return and extra money you might have in your state. Then he says on the uh, this another article, he says, uh, and this this is where he's wrong. But he says, on another topic, several readers wondered why I'm so insistent on wanting low fees for variable annuities that guarantee minimum lifetime with withdrawals, regardless of how the annuity investments perform. And he says, the reason to consider investing in the variable annuities is that with the peace of mind offered by the guarantee, you can invest more aggressively and, and potentially achieve higher returns. Well, that's potentially true. But that's as long as you don't care about the death benefit. You've got to come back to the death benefit because if you invested aggressively and it didn't work out, 
You might still get your income, but the amount that's left over for the death benefit is going to be lower because the death benefit is going to be based on the account value, and that's how you invested more aggressively. Oh, I can just uh, throw caution to the wind and invest however I want to because I got this guaranteed. Well, I remember being at a seminar at a where this uh, expert from uh, Prudential was talking about annuities, and they have a decent for a variable annuity. It's a it's a decent annuity, and and I asked him that question about that because I said many people agents have told their their prospects and their insureds that they could invest as aggressively as they wanted to because it didn't matter because their income was still going to be there. And he answered it the same way I just answered it to you, is that no, that's not the case uh, if you're counting on that death benefit because the death benefit uh, is going to be affected by how you invest that money. So it's very important that you do that correctly. We'll be right back. This is Certified Financial Planner Professional Mike Miller, your host for Talking Money. I am pleased to have Ronald Blue Trust as the sponsor of Talking Money. As a trust company with clients in all 50 states, Ronald Blue Trust can serve as trustee, backup trustee, or even personal representative, what we used to call the executor or executrix. This can be a valuable service, especially if you'd like to pass on your values and not just your valuables to your heirs. Your heirs will probably have one of two perspectives. Either they will say something like, what am I going to inherit? which is usually the common perspective, or they will ask, what is going to be entrusted to me? What talents will I be responsible to manage? Tim Kimmel, Director of Family Matters, said it well, quote, you can't leave character to your trust account. You can't write your values into the will. You can't bank traits like courage, honesty, and compassion in a safe deposit box. What we need is a plan, a long-term strategy to convey our convictions to the next generation, unquote. Estate and trust planning are about much more than saving taxes or simply making sure your assets get transferred efficiently to your children. You can find out more about Ronald Blue Trust at ronblue.com or 1-800-588-PLAN. That's 1-800-588-7526. Now back to Talking Money. listening to Mike Miller. This is Talking Money. We've got about 10 minutes left today. If you want to get a question in, get it in now. 877-235-9405 is the phone number. We're talking about annuities today. We'll talk about annuities next week as well. So if you're listening to this uh, live, of course, we're glad to have you with us. If you're listening to uh, us on the podcast and one of your favorite mediums there, uh, we're happy to have you with us, too. You want to uh, pick up some of the others. It's a pretty extensive topic, so I'm devoting uh, plenty of time to this. And then, of course, we'll have all these in the archives if somebody wants to learn more about uh, some of the specifics of annuities. So we talked about the different kinds, the fixed, the variable, and then the indexed annuity. The indexed annuity is... Um, uh, a little more complicated, uh, maybe a lot more complicated than the variable annuity or the fixed annuity. Uh, it's got a lot of moving parts. You can't see the internal workings of it, where variable annuities is a little more transparent, and you can say, all right, here's my fee, here's my uh, M&E fee, my mortality expense fee, here's the fee for the purchase of the mutual funds, here's the fees I would uh, pay if I want some of these income riders or death benefit riders, some of those, those are all, and I can see all the fees, and then I see the mutual fund accounts, and I can tell what they earn every year, and I'm going to make that minus whatever the fees are. And and that's fairly clear. So the index annuity just says, all right, we're going to invest your money and we're going to um, uh, attach it to a an index. Uh, oftentimes it's the S&P 500 index. 
keeping in mind that it does not include the dividends, which can take out a couple percent of the earnings per year from the from the uh, S&P 500, they're going to say, I'm going to give you uh, 50% or I'll give you 80% of whatever that S&P makes. And uh, uh, annual point-to-point is fairly common, one of the easiest ones to really understand. You just take what the S&P 500 was now, what it was a year later, and what the difference is, and and I get that, minus whatever uh, um, participation rate I'm on, and then minus uh, whatever... uh, cap rate I might be on. So quite frequently, the ones we see have a cap that you're not going to earn more than four and a half, four and three quarter percent anyway. And if they don't use that index, then they've got other ways of trying to limit the loss of the insurance company, the gain for you, uh, by the type of index they may pick. And I've seen some that are 100% participation rate, uh, but they also don't use a standard index. They use an index that is pretty much... Um, a stable type index, one that's not going to be making as much as the stock market is anyway. So it's it's more likely an insurance company can meet that particular demand and meet that need. So that's where the indexed annuities are different. So they and there's so many different ways you you know monthly point to point, annual point to point, and you have different indexes you can use and percentages of the indexes. And it's it's very confusing on how you're going to um, really set that indexed annuity up. So just real quickly, so why do people even consider buying an annuity at all in the minutes we have left here? So, of course, the guarantees. I think that's one of the biggest reasons, and according to Free Annuity, uh, what's it called, freeannuity.com or something like that, they say that it's um, yeah, freeannuityrates.com, that 83% of annuity owners made their purchase to be sure they don't outlive their money. So they just want to make sure they don't outlive their money. And I'm telling you, we've got a lot of clients that have been with us for 30 years, and they haven't outlived their money, and they didn't buy an annuity. So they've been through the ups and downs of the markets, and uh, it just it's interesting to me how when somebody's selling the annuities, they're always talking about the markets as if somebody has 100% of the money in the stock market. Well, people typically don't do that. It's it's very, very rare, especially for somebody who's in retirement, that all their money's in the stock market. No, you're going to be balanced. You can have some money that's in a bond market. I've even heard of them say, well, the annuity, comp- annuity company's rates of return have beat the bond market. Well, that's going to be really hard to do because that's where they invest most of their money. They invest their money in the bond market. So how do you beat the bond market when that's what you're investing in is the bond market? So um, I, I would really have to see some strong numbers to, to say that that really is happening. But guarantees, it's a, it's a big reason. You just got to – you have to – uh, decide whether or not the amount of fees that you're paying to get the guarantee is really worth it. So I remember a, a radio listener back a few years ago that had called in and she said uh, she didn't like annuities because she didn't like the idea of paying somebody money just to give me my money back. Well, that's what I've been talking about here when I'm talking about the amount of money that you're going to be able to take out of that account over time. Look and be careful and see how long does it take for you just to get your original money back. And if you're 70 years old, it's going to take 20 years. Just remember, you're 90 now. And how much longer are you going to live past 90 to really going to start making money? So who's making money on that account? It doesn't sound like it's you. Uh, other reasons people consider buying an annuity, they, they want to get better than a CD rate of return. And so uh, I would offer again, anybody out there who's had an annuity, I'd love for you to send me the amount that you paid for it and the amount that it's currently worth and see if it's um, if it's been 10 years especially. Uh, virtually 
all the ones I've seen. I don't think I've I don't think I've seen one that's been longer than ten years as an indexed annuity that has made more than three percent a year. Just hasn't hasn't been there. Now maybe they're out there and I just haven't seen them. And I'd love to hear from you if you've had it for ten years. But typically when when I look at that, it's two and a half or less percent per year that somebody's actually the actual net earnings to them. That's that's what even with the bonus rates and all that, that's what's what they've made. Um, but anyway, the, another reason is uh, if you buy an indexed annuity, you you want to get most of the stock market return without downside risk, and that's where you got to watch out that most and be careful how they word that, where it says I'm going to get a a portion of the upside. It's it's going to be limited. The insurance company's not investing in the stock market, so they can't really pay stock market returns. And I I have to remind you that these annuities, no matter how they are sold, they were not initially designed to be a stock market alternative. So stop comparing them to the stock market. They're not a stock market alternative, even if they're linked to an index. That's not the case. They are designed to try to be a CD alternative, not a stock market alternative. And you can see by the returns of them that they're more of a a bond or CD type return, not a stock market type return. Now, I think variable annuities have a better chance of getting some of that stock market return, but of course they have more downside risk. Fixed annuity says it's never going to go below zero. Variable annuity says, well, it may go below zero unless you have this income account you know, protection, uh, but I don't have the upside uh, limitations either. So that's important. Um, so you can invest in mutual uh, fund type accounts, um, and you don't have any taxes on, the, on any of the annuities uh, until they're withdrawn. So if it's in an IRA, of course, all the money that comes out of there, no matter what kind of annuity it is, that money's going to be taxable when you take it out of the IRA. But if it's a non-qualified annuity, which means it's not part of an IRA, a retirement plan, then the earnings grow tax-deferred. So you don't pay any taxes on those earnings until you take the money out. And you don't get capital gains rate, even if it's a mutual fund in in the underlying investments of that variable annuity. You don't get capital gains rate, the favorable long-term capital gains rate. It's all ordinary income when you take it out. And you don't get a step up in basis. So your heirs are going to pay the same taxes that you would pay. And so, yeah, you deferred them, but you, it's it's uh, going to come back to haunt somebody at some point in time. So those tax-deferred earnings, which also puts another limitation similar to an IRA, in that you can't take the money out, the earnings out, before 59 and a half without a penalty. Of course, if it's in an IRA, you got the penalty built in. But even if it's not in an IRA, there's a 10% penalty on the earnings if you take it out pre-15. Even if it's, you take 10% out because it's a free withdrawal, no charge from the insurance, no withdrawal charge from the insurance company. If it's pre-59.5, there's still going to be a 10% penalty. You'll pay taxes on it because the vast majority of annuities now, when you, the first money you take out is earnings. If you go back to, I think, 86, maybe pre-86, I don't remember the exact date, the, the annuities purchased before that, then would be the other way around. So the first money you took out was your principal. You didn't pay tax, but they changed the rules back in the 80s, I think, so that now all the money you take out, the first money is taxable gain, if you have any, and you'll pay income tax, ordinary income tax on that. So another reason people buy the annuities, income you can't outlive. And I mentioned that as one of the main reasons people want to buy it. It's just that you're going to get that income, but you're going to be limited, and you're going to pay a lot of expenses. Uh, avoid probate is another um, key why people would buy an annuity. I have a beneficiary. I name a beneficiary. So, therefore, it doesn't have to go through probate, just like your IRA doesn't, just like your 
Um, life insurance does not. And of course, you can put on any brokerage account, you can put a, a transfer on death, uh, beneficiary on there. So it doesn't, it avoids probate. So that's not as big of a deal as it used to be. Uh, and then you have penalty free partial withdrawals after the first year, typically 10%. Some are cumulative. Most are not cumulative. They may accumulate for five years, meaning you could not take 10% out for five years. And then after the sixth year, you could take out up to 50% because it, it capped it at 50% withdrawal rate without any penalty from the insurance company, but then you still have to pay income tax on that. Uh, so next week, we'll talk about some of the negatives. I already mentioned a few of them, but we'll, we'll do that. We'll get into more of the weeds here on how these indexed annuities and how the uh, variable annuities work to make sure that um, we give you all the ins and outs so that you can, if you want to buy one, you'll be buying it with your eyes wide open. Well, thanks for listening to Talking Money. 800-588-7526 is the number of the office. If you want to call me there, have a great weekend.